0: So you ready for for DraftKings, Mike? Is that what we're doing today, DraftKings? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I am your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining us. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star review would be greatly appreciated. It is finally here. Week 1 of the NFL season is almost here. As of recording this, the season opener between the Bills and Rams is about to kick off in about an hour. So, very, very excited to get this one going. This week, Mike Carpinini and James Fitzpatrick will be joining me and we will go through everything you need to hear to set your lineups for Week 1 in DraftKings. So, let's get right into it. It's time for some football. All right. Week one is finally upon us, and I, for one, am beyond excited. I could not be more excited about this. We get to go through the DraftKings slate for the first time this year. And joining me, we have Mike Carpanini. Mike, how are we doing? Boys, how are you now? Doing good, doing good. Now the football's back, definitely doing a little bit better. And then also joining is James Fitzpatrick and Who Bettered, who bring on week one then James, who won $50,000 week one last year. So, Fitz, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, yeah, they call me 50K. What up? Do they,
0: though? <laughs> Is that really what they call you? No, not by, really,
1: but he g- gave it to me.
0: By by, they, he means himself in the mirror. Exactly. So, yeah, quick quickly, I figured we, we could just kind of go through a little bit of overview of the slate and, and week one in general. And, and then we'll dive into the positions and some of our favorite plays, maybe some stacks and, and some pivots. So first really just week one, I mean, Fitz, you, you can touch on this too. It's, it's pretty volatile. Really. We have a lot of faces and new places, rookies. We don't know what the role is going to be. So there's a lot that can happen that we're not going to be ready for. So I, I would say, I'm going to be playing a lot more lineups this week than I would in a normal week, just to kind of play alongside that very variants. So Fitz, what about you? What are your thoughts? I mean, like I said, you, you won a pretty big contest last year. I believe it was the the $3 and there's a lot of people in that contest. So you, you obviously embrace the volatility quite a bit. So what are your thoughts on week one draft games?
1: Yep, absolutely. It was the uh, the $3, um, 20 max um, but yeah I uh, like you said you know I really um, embrace the volatility you know it's a clean slate we don't really have a lot to go off of we don't have you know a bunch of weak seasons to go off of so um, you can kind of be different and you know lineups that are uncomfortable or, or different can uh, really pan out because like I said we don't really know um, actually the lineup last year I think was a, a game that no one was really targeting it was the quarterback uh running back tight end stack it was goff swift and Hawkinson um in the game which is the lions and the 49ers which wasn't really a big implied total there wasn't really a lot of interest in that game but i i stacked those from the lions brought it back with debo um debo went off you know the niners got up Lions playing catch up um Goff, you know they had a huge game and it all kind of uh worked out so it's just those yeah, that thing where you can kind of pick, get a little different, pick a game that you think is going to go off because you, really, you don't really know, have a lot of history, and uh, you know, see what happens. Like I said, throw, Absolutely. A, lot of, throw a lot of bullets out there because uh, anything can happen week one.
0: Yep, embrace that volatility. And, and the other thing to consider too is with week one, a lot of season-long drafts carry over into week one. So people are basically going in with what they were going into their drafts thinking. So if, if, if they're low on guys for season long, they're most likely not going to play them in DraftKings either. So that's definitely something to consider. Mike, you got any thoughts on on week one DraftKings or just DraftKings in general, or are you just excited for football to get started?
2: I'm excited. I can't believe it's Thursday already. Like, I'm totally on board with piling week one because if you're ever going to bink one with a bad lineup, it's going to be week one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, four days left, I'm going to be – stacking as much as I can at this point I probably won't get as many as I wanted
0: yeah and and pricing has been out for a while too so that's another thing we can touch on is really the pricing is kind of soft compared to most weeks you know we we don't have a lot to go off of so neither does DraftKings and the fact that they put it out almost two months ago you can kind of play a stars and scrubs approach there's a lot of value there's Ownership's going to be spread out. People are just going to be playing who they want. So it, it should be interesting. But why don't we get right into it? We'll start with generally the most important position because there's not a lot of them. And, and let's go right into running back. So if we start at running back, obviously, we have Jonathan Taylor as the highest priced at 9100 followed by Derek Henry at 8600 Christian McCaffrey, 8500 Austin Eckler, 8200 and those are the four guys that that are at the top, over 8,000. Do we have a preference there? I think right off the bat, most people are going to be going right to Christian McCaffrey. In season long, they're worried that he's going to get hurt, but obviously he's healthy. Other than I did see he got hit by a cleat in the shin today, so I saw people freaking out about that. But it's going to be the healthiest and cheapest he is all year. So, so people are definitely going to be playing him fits. Do you have a a choice here of, of these top guys, or are
1: you going to go down a little bit below? Um, mostly I'll probably go down a little bit below, but it kind of depends on, on the lineup. You know, if I'm spending up at a quarterback or receiver, you know, I might have uh, some cheaper running backs, but if I'm kind of saving money elsewhere, um, playing cheaper guys. Um, yeah. The guys at the top are, I mean, Taylor, like I said, we don't know what Houston's defense, but he's owned Houston's run defense has been bad in the past, and he's owned them. So JT is a great play. Henry is a great play. McCaffrey, Eckler. I mean, all the top, top guys are great plays. Um, I'd probably favor Eckler out of, out of the top four, but um, really depends on line of construction of how much uh, of them I play. Yeah, I, I, I like
0: Eckler quite a bit, too. Really, any one of these four guys, you really can't go wrong with. I, I think that Charger and Vegas game might go a little overlooked, and especially with Eckler. And you got to think, too. I mean, they, they brought in Sony Michelle because obviously they don't like, you know, they keep looking for a backup for him, but they clearly don't like what they have. So if if. Someone is going to spell Eckler. It's not going to be in week one. So this is probably the one of the safest workloads he's going to get. I think that game looks pretty good. Henry being sandwiched between Jonathan Taylor and McCaffrey. I think he will go overlooked a little bit, especially in DraftKings. People just tend not to play him because of the PPR aspect of it. But Henry can absolutely break the slate. So I, I think I might actually be the heaviest on him especially as heavy favorites at home against the Giants. Mike, what, what are your thoughts? you like any of these guys? you dropping down a bit?
2: You said this is the cheapest McCaffrey will be all year, but this is also the cheapest Taylor's going to be all year. 91, like he, he's going to be 10K most of the year on main slates. And yeah. I think the same thing with Kamara. I don't think he's ever going to get back to old Kamara, but, you know, I, I really like him with a healthy Jameis Winston.
1: Yeah, I like Kamara at seven six too. Actually, yeah, that's
0: yeah, it's, it's not a general. bad price.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what well, 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 Yeah, one thing. I mean, you mentioned it. You know, a little bit. When Henry doesn't catch passes, but Henry's a different animal. Just one thing with DraftKings. You know, when I'm picking my running backs, um, I want my running backs at one point PPR to to be involved in the pass game and, and to catch passes. That's why. So when we start going lower, I'm going to be big on DeAndre Swift um, this week um Aaron Jones um yeah that was just someone to throw in Uh, absolutely they 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 offer especially
0: guys in that range because you know they're they're not the top top tier but they still offer the upside they have safe floors because of the pass catching so I, I definitely like all those guys I love Kamara a guy that's definitely going overlooked in season long and and absolutely in in this week in DraftKings Dalvin Cook the, the guy has been a monster before we talk about pass catching. He can do that. He, he can score touchdowns. He had a, a lower touchdown total last year compared to what we're used to. So people are, are definitely going to skip over him. You could probably get a little bit of leverage playing Dalvin cook this week. Joe Mixon's going to get a ton of work. And, and like you said, Deandre Swift is just the, the guy, if they get down, like, like you used him last week, last year, He's going to catch a ton of passes. Aaron Jones could possibly be the wide receiver one there. Najee Harris, not too efficient at $6,400, but we know he's going to get the workload as well. So a lot of these guys are, are definitely good plays. And I, I could see Cincinnati getting up in that game and Najee similar to Swift. If they're playing comeback mode, just catching a, a bunch of dump offs. People forget that Trubisky actually had Tariq Cohen who was practically their wide receiver one for two years. So he he can absolutely feed Najee the ball in, in the passing game. So I don't mind that either. Mike, you, you like any of these second-tier guys here? Or? Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot more than the
2: other. You guys didn't mention Connor. Like, Connor is – at. they let Edmonds go. So, I mean, you got to figure, Connor, they must really, really like. Like, why? Not totally sure, but – He's fine, and at that price, he's going to get a lot of work. Um, and then I'm probably going down. David Montgomery, like, I know it's against San Francisco, but, like, I like David Montgomery, especially when he's cheap.
1: Could I, why, why is Alexander Madison 6'2"?
0: I think it was just a carryover from last year's algorithm and, and the fact that he's constantly a viable – and may and maybe they just were afraid Cook was going to get hurt in the preseason or in practice. No, I think they were
2: hedging against Madison getting traded in the preseason. He gets that's traded a possibility he but he walks okay. into a
0: starter
1: role. So, I mean that's that. A yeah, that, but... just, that sticks out. I mean, obviously it's an easy fade. Don't you know? No one's playing Madison. Yeah, yeah. I was no, just, but I, uh, I. mean, like I you said, they set of these
2: prices two months ago. Like you, you gotta, you gotta. You know, they took a beating last year, right? I can't remember who it was. Some running back started at four K and it was just
1: Yeah. And I I mean Derek, you 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 touched on it before, which just one thing I like, you know, with the pricing coming out um early and it being week one. One thing in week one I like to target, you know, I'm gonna target this week is guys that are priced now that are going to be priced higher going forward just because of the unknown like you know absolutely. rookies are rookies are a big one last year i played Rondell Moore. he was like the bare minimum three thousand he was a rookie he had 10 you know 10 catches whatever he had double digit points and so yeah i'll be targeting a lot of you know look rookies that are low priced so we don't know what to expect and they're gonna be low price and are probably gonna be priced higher uh, next week and, and going forward
0: absolutely and and i think especially with the wide receivers that that's going to be the case, especially this week, there is a ton of value there for the running back position. I, I think it's worth spending up the money for some of these guys and, and maybe taking some of the value wide receivers. I do think that's going to be a popular strategy though. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a catch 22, but I, I like a lot of the wide receiver value here. And a lot of these top tier running backs are, are going to be more expensive, but if we drop down a little bit, well, first, last guy in the $6,000 range, Saquon Barkley, people really aren't in love with him. But I think from a DraftKings standpoint, being at only $6,100, he's, he's a guy that catches passes. So I think he's going to actually see quite a bit of usage this week as well and, and see some ownership. Fitz, you like Saquon, or are you, you kind of staying over, away from him? Not,
1: re- not really, and I think what's going to move me off is because I do think he, like, he's going to be popular. I mean, he just been injured. He hasn't been the same, but even in redraft, people are, you know, flocking to him. Yes, he's six one. You know, he's priced low here, so people are going to flock to him, but I just don't trust him. I don't trust that offense, so I'd rather um, go down a little bit or pay up, you know, for those, for those guys up top. I, I agree
0: completely. Now, if, if we do drop down into the the high fives, I really don't like too many guys. I will say I'm going to I'm going to play Antonio Gibson. The sentiment on him has been so down. And now with Robinson out, that this is probably the best workload you're going to see from Antonio Gibson in a game where they're favored at home against Jacksonville he he could actually be a very very sneaky play and and get a very good workload compared to what we saw last year so I I don't mind that then if we drop down a little bit I'm probably not playing a lot of these guys in in the higher fives maybe the lower fives Mike anybody stand out to you in the five thousand dollar range
2: if Dobbins plays he stands out Uh, I mean I don't know if we could bank on that yet but uh, I like Dobbins um I'll say Brees Hall. Cause you guys are expecting me to say Brees Hall, but actually I like Michael Carter better in week one. So. I actually That's
0: that's actually, a good call.
1: I actually don't hate Brees Hall. Um, you know, this one of those might be priced up higher if he, you, you know, earns a trust and gets the workload. And, um, I don't, I don't hate Brees Hall at five, five. I like ETN at five, six. I know Robinson's playing and he's priced the same price, but, uh, You know, underdog on the road, um, with his college quarterbacks need him to catch whatever, catch seven passes at five six. And, uh, you know, like anyone at five four fits, um, yes, yeah, I think you all know who it's going to be, but yeah, I'm gonna, hey, man, if he's gonna, if he's gonna revive himself, he's a star, if he's gonna do it, um, you know, then he's going to be priced higher. You know, on the oncoming weeks, he's five four and uh, the highest implied total on the slate. Um, yeah, I'm playing Ceh Week One. Might kill me, but I'm doing it.
0: I, I'm going to play him too. Uh, I I think it's some leverage. I think that's going to be one of the highest owned games, and and if he does the bulk of the scoring there, it, it's gonna it's gonna help mm-hmm. your line out tremendously.
1: Brees ball. Yeah, okay. sorry. It's going to be one of the higher-owned games, but I don't think a lot of people are going to play CEH. So. No, and that, that's where it's
0: I'm going. It's going to be the passing game. Yeah, yep, so, so it's – yep. People are going to be scared off of, of him, and, and probably for good reason, but it, yep, in right DraftKings, it's, draft it, it's a good play. It's a good leverage play against everyone that's going to be playing Mahomes tax. Now, we I touched agree. on Brees Hall, but, Mike, you did actually bring up a good point. I actually think Michael Carter is the better play this week. We've seen him getting a lot of the run in the preseason. We've seen they are starting Joe Flacco because of the fact that he is a veteran. So I think they're going to go with the, the veteran, all, albeit only one year in Michael Carter. But I think he's going to get a lot of run in this game. The fact that they're going to be behind, they're going to have to be passing a lot. I think he can catch a good amount of passes. I, I actually don't hate that call. If if you wanted to use him and, and Lamar as a bring, bring back, I, I don't mind that. Uh, we said 5,400 and there's actually a couple guys here that I think too. Eli Mitchell, we saw the workload he got towards the end of last year. Everybody's afraid of Shanahan. Everybody's afraid of what he's going to do, but if he's healthy and he gets the workload that he got last year, he is a steal at $5,400. So I don't yeah. hate that. Another game that I think is going to be popular is that Philadelphia, Detroit game. And, This is disgusting to even say, but if you're playing millionaire maker lineups and you throw Miles Sanders in there, nobody's using him. Nobody. And I don't even want to say it right now, but nobody's going to use him. And, and the, the guy, somebody's going to score rushing touchdowns other than than hurts. So he, he could be viable. I would not play a lot of him at all. Like I said, it's only large field GPPs, but I, I think it's worth a shot. And then also AJ Dillon, 5,300 for the workload that he's likely to see this year. I, I think he's, he's priced very nice for what we're going to see from AJ Dillon. Mike, what about you? You, you like any of these other guys?
2: Stole my thunder with AJ Dill, and I like that call. I actually think he probably takes more of the share this year than people are expecting him to. So I'm not, you know, saying he's going to get the lion's share, but I think he's going to get more than people expect. Um, I like Chase Edmonds at five two. I know they got options there. Like Mostert scares me until he breaks, um, because he will break. But until he breaks, he's you know almost viable. Uh, But I like Edmonds coming out of there uh, at five, two, and then we're kind of, you know, Carter at five, one, that, that that's where I'm really going here.
0: Yeah. And I, I like Edmonds. I, I think the groin is going to scare a lot of people off. And actually it might scare me off a bit because you just said most is going to break at some point, but this is the healthiest he has been. He's actually one of the only running backs on the team that hasn't dealt with an injury this preseason. And that guy, could take five touches and and get you eighty five yards in a touchdown. So, he he has big upside. At I think he's only four thousand eight hundred, which that is not a bad price for for a guy that has that upside. And he's probably going to go pretty overlooked. So I, I don't hate Mostert, Fitz. What about you? You like anybody in in these lower fives, or, or are you looking at any any of the value guys?
1: Yep, yeah, I'm with you with um, Mitchell and Sanders. You know, people say they're scared of Shanahan. Uh, scared of Shanahan more, you know. Week seven when he starts screw around. I think week one, um, I think you can trust Eli Mitchell, healthy starter, uh, workload, and then Miles Sanders. Same thing, you know. It's as the season goes on, they might mix in other guys and it gets gets uh, sloppy. But um, and he's also prone to injury. But Miles Sanders, healthy in a good matchup. If I for, um, I like him and Mitchell for week one, and then uh, yeah, I will go down a little bit. Like I said, as my I play one of the top guys, my second running back. I like the guys that can catch passes. I um, mean, you mentioned you're going to play Gibson, which I don't hate. But they obviously don't trust him. And, I mean, if he fumbles <laughs> the first or second series, they really, really like McKissick. They re-signed him. He got a lot of usage in the pass game last year. At 5-1, I think he can catch a bunch of passes um, depending on game script. And then – um Oh, yeah, I know he's going to be super high I mean, how high Ohio do you think he's going to be? But Damon Pierce is at 4'8". I mean, he's named a starter. We're going to get a starting running back, um, you know, in a home game. I know that, you know, the, the spread isn't great. But starting running back and Damon Pierce at 4'8". And then, like I said, we're playing a Millie. Want get, to get silly. Um, Josh McDaniels messes with his running backs. You know, maybe that uh, Amir Abdullah and that James White role. If they're playing um, catch up. I can see Amir Abdullah. He looked good in the preseason. Dig just likes him. To let Drake go. I see Abdullah catching some passes and and giving you something at his low price.
0: Yeah, with the, with the game script, that is definitely a possibility. I'm I'm kind of leaning away from these guys. I, I like what you said with the pass catching ability. If you are going to go down this low, it, it makes sense to have that floor of guys catching passes, but. I don't know if I'm really going to be dancing down here, 4,800 for, for Damien Pierce. I absolutely think in certain contests, he's, he's going to be ridiculously highly on. We yeah. said people take season long into account and we know that he has shot up draft boards. I uh, I've been hearing people talking about him going number one overall in dynasty draft. So at 4,800, I, I expect him to be in a lot and actually I have a couple ways when we get to it later that, that if he is chalk that you can actually differentiate yourself. Mm -hmm. So McKissick, I'm not crazy about in this game script. I do expect them to, to be ahead. So I don't know how many passes he's going to have to catch, but you never know. Jacksonville could surprise us. So it's, it's not that risky of a, of, of a play.
1: Yeah, week week one. You we don't know. Like I said, Jacksonville can come out and um, that office could be much improved and that game could not be how we think based on last year would be, you know. Yep. But, Mike, you like
0: any of the value guys down here or you staying a little bit higher than this?
2: Not really. To, I think McKissick uh, – not McKissick. Um, McKinnon. Very – I like I know what the game script is supposed to be there – but both those teams have thrown stinkers out of nowhere and coming out of week one, like I could just, I I could see McKinnon getting something, but I I just don't think I want to be here. I really don't.
0: Yeah, I I agree. There's too many guys up top that are too good. And then guys that are are priced a little bit lower that are going to get big workloads. I, I don't think you need to drop down in this area, at least at running back. So that brings us to wide receiver where there is a ton of value at the top. I don't know how many of these guys are really going to get played too much. People are afraid of Devonte Adams without Aaron Rodgers. He's still one of the best wide receivers in football at $8,100 for him. That's not that bad of a price in this game environment. He, he could get peppered with targets and, and could be very productive. I do expect, People to pay up for Justin Jefferson if they are paying for a wide receiver. $7,800, we know what he can do, and and that is not a bad price. Debo, with the hamstring and and concerns there, he tends to get overlooked generally anyway. And up here, sandwiched between Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase – you're basically going to get him completely unowned. So we we know Debo can take anything to the house. So those are the type of guys that you want in DraftKings. I, I will definitely at least have a couple stabs with Debo. I don't think I'm going to get there with Jamar Chase. I just think I really see Cincinnati beating the shit out of Pittsburgh. And I agree. how much is Ch- – sure, Chase could be part of the reason they beat the shit out of him. But at this price, I'd almost rather just drop down and take Higgins for a $1,000 less keenan allen is is in a great spot i think he's going to get a little bit of usage but i think people will drop down and and use mike williams over him but we know we know keenan allen gets a ton of targets a ton of receptions in a ppr format so i i don't hate that so that's really the seven thousand dollar range fits you you like any of these guys up over seven thousand obviously i know you like debo so you could talk about him a little bit if you want but
1: Yep. Now give me all the Debo, all the Debo, especially when you tell me, you know, you think is going to overlook between Jefferson and Chase. Good. Cause I'd rather have Debo over both of those guys. So, uh, yep. Give me all the Debo. Um, you know, I, I I'll play, I'll play Adams because I think, you know, not think that game could shoot out. Um, I like Keenan Allen. Um, but yeah, from the top guys, my favorite is, uh, yeah, just give me all the Debo and I'll be good. I'll go back to that. Well, like you have a preference up here at the top? Nope,
2: whatever I can afford. Honestly, like I'm okay with landing on any of these top six. Like really, whatever fits in my lineup does not matter. I'll take any of them.
0: That, that's fine because you can make a case for any of them. And if, if we do drop down a little bit, I don't know how much Tyreek Hill I'm going to have, not because I don't like him on Miami, but – New England, we tend to see the thing that Belichick does is just try and take away your number one weapon. That being said, Tyreek Hill is a talent and, and he can take anything to the house, but I don't know if I like his upside. At 6,800 isn't a bad price for him, but I, I really don't see myself going there. Mike Williams, I will play, but it'll mainly be in game stacks with the Chargers and, and Vegas. I'm probably not going to play him standalone. I really want no part of Terry McLaurin, which I think most people are going to feel the same way. Just same thing we said with McKissick, not really sure he's going to be needed too much in this game. AJ Brown, I expect to be very popular if, if people are, are going with the hurt stacks, 6,400 isn't bad for him. And then he is a beast at times. So if I said I'm not playing Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle just, Six thousand four hundred. I want nothing to do with that. Like I said, I'll I'll play Higgins at six thousand one hundred. I like DJ Moore at six thousand. Mike, we can lead into this. Deontay, he's hurting. He might not play. Are you heartbroken?
2: I mean, yeah. It just it was tasty at six k, but I, I. What's the even if he plays? Like, are you really getting what you should? be getting probably not so um i also want to like amari cooper in this range but you just can't like uh, ultimately it's jacoby Brissett. so it's i'm either coming up or down from here honestly it's gonna be go up to the top six guys of which i don't care about which one i get or start going value hunting yeah yeah the
0: the 6k range
1: Uh, yeah you passed over some guys i'm gonna play um you know, I like to, to just, you know, focus on games. That everyone might might not be on. So I know everyone's going to be on the Arizona, um, Kansas city game. I think the, 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 um, the chargers game Raiders game is going to be hot, but the Indy Houston game, I kind of like that game and the Philly Detroit game. Those are two games. I kind of, um, think could be sneaky, um, high scoring games and the two receivers there in this range, I'll play Brandon cooks and I'll play Amon Ross St. Brown. And then, uh, Depends. Rondell Moore is hurt right now, but even if he plays, I mean, you know, Hollywood Brown can can uh, get you exposure to that game and, and be too deep. So I like Brandon Cooks. I like Hollywood. I like Amon Ross St. Brown and you mentioned Higgins and more. But I kind of um, kind of like that little low six range.
0: I, I if agree I'm going him. anywhere in
2: that range. It's Cooks other than Higgins, Cooks and Higgins.
0: So Cook Cooks, I like from I'll, I'll be playing him in cash. He, he just – he's a target monster. He's 20, 25% target share is his absolute floor, and if they're losing that game, he's going to have to be relied upon. Yep. Fitz, you said if Rondell Moore doesn't go, you like Marquise Brown. I actually like him more if Rondell Moore does go. As I talked, regard- I
1: was thinking the same. Yep.
0: regardless I, i'm gonna be playing quite a bit of him but i think he's gonna be popular just from a stacking standpoint if people are playing so much mahomes he's the logical bring back there so i think it helps a bit if Rondell Moore is playing being so cheap i'm on ross st brown we saw what he did at the end of last year and i don't think a lot of people are sold on him yet so it got got in that in that game of environment he he could be good and D.J. Moore, best quarterback he's ever played with. We've seen the upside from week to week, so I think a couple stabs worth taking on D.J. Moore there, only 6,000. Now, if we drop down – I
1: I just don't like that game.
0: (laughs) I I don't either, but actually I think a mini stack that could be interesting, that that game might not shoot out – well, it's not going to shoot out, but – chubb we know chubb's upside we didn't talk about him in the running backs then, if you just went chubb and dj Moore, that's actually two cheap right. players that literally could be top three at their position at right. the end. right and the yeah game. even if
1: yeah like i said even if it's not a shootout it's you know kind of so focused you know the offense could be so focused on those two on each side you know um yeah you know, chubb can literally have browns to score two touchdowns 14 points and chubb can have both touchdowns and uh you know dj Moore can be the focal point um and break a big one there too so yeah i don't hate that
0: yeah so if we drop down into the fives there's this is where it gets a little bit dicey you're, you're kind of having to make cases for these guys i hate that alan lazard is injured because i absolutely loved him at this price going into this game michael thomas is also banged up so what do you do with him Darnell Mooney, I think, is going to go overlooked and, and definitely has some upside, especially if they're playing from behind at, at 5,700. I don't mind him. Michael Pittman is probably going to be the highest owned wide receiver on the slate. I do not understand why he is priced at 5,500. It, it makes no sense. We, we were talking about Madison being mispriced. If this is almost as egregious to
1: me. Yep um yeah I don't like the fact that Lazard isn't playing but it's for opposite reasons it's not because I want to play him it's because I was really wanted to focus have him get the focus so I can play you know like we were talking about rookies and guys are gonna be priced higher you know the uh, uh Christian Watson but um yeah I like Mooney uh Michael Thomas what do you what are your thoughts on him I mean this is a guy that obviously hasn't played in in a couple years with the injury and um, so he's been out of sight, out of mind. But you know, he's last time we saw him, he was the top guy. Um, so if he is back in form and he clicks with James Winston, he's not going to be five seven, you know, next week and moving forward. So I'll uh, I'll play Michael Thomas. Like you said, I like Mooney and um, Devontae Smith. Like I said, everyone's going to play AJ Brown. Um, I like a little bounce back year for Devontae Smith and a phone to be targeting that game. Um, I'll play Devonta. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I don't hate that. It's a way to pivot because most people are going to pair up A.J. Brown or or Goddard with Hertz, so that that definitely could work out. He could definitely be the number one pass catcher there. People don't like Adam Thielen, but all the guy does when he's healthy is score touchdowns. And if he's going to go under 10% owned in in a game where they're going back and forth with Green Bay – I I absolutely love Adam Thielen with a two touchdown upside at $5,400. Mike, what are you looking at in this area?
2: Yeah, I said I didn't want to be in the sixes because I'm so comfortable in the fives. Like Thielen, you said it exactly right. Like he could put up two touchdowns at any time. Juju may be the number one. Like, uh, you know, on the wide receiver show, you know, a few weeks ago, like we argued there may not be any number one on that team, but if there's going to be, Juju's got a, just as good of a shot as anyone. Ayuk, um, everyone focused on Debo. Like, a, you can play that as kind of a counterplay. And Christian Watson, I think, is, is the rookie receiver in Green Bay that you want. Like, I, everyone, you know, kind of been on the Dobbs train lately. I think Watson is still ultimately going to be a better receiver.
0: He, he is and, absolutely you know, a viable player absolutely and he no one is going to play him whatsoever so i i don't hate that if, if you're going heavy on that game and and you're playing rogers you can pair him with or, or even if you just wanted to go dalvin cook and throw him
1: in i, I definitely
0: i think he has some upside there i think IU it's scares me a little. Too.
1: oh yeah watching a 5-1 you think you know rookie that's been out all the camp you know you think that's usually like a you know three thousand five hundred dollar play but um he's he's priced up. So uh yeah, I think you're gonna get low ownership on it. I don't like that Mike this uh Mike agrees with me and likes Watson also, but um I'll go with him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that definitely wasn't
1: casual at all. Right? If it
2: wasn't Flacco starting, you know I would be all over Elijah Moore in this area.
1: Yeah, come and, on, man. Wait, what you're you're out of character, it's, dude. It's all right,
2: So, all right, it's so, so fucking Flacco, dude. Like, yeah, and you why know why is Mike he's, White not starting? He's better than
1: Zach Wilson, bro. Oh, that, I'm i did,
2: I'm not saying anything between, like, why is, logically speaking, why is Mike White not starting?
1: Oh, you Jet, you jet fans and your Mike White love. I'm not saying thing. he's
2: good, but wait, why, in a season like this, why are you starting 58-year-old Joe Flacco?
1: Because they're the fucking Jets, man.
0: That's Find why. out
2: if you have a backup. All Find
0: right. out
2: if you have a backup. Okay.
0: <laughs> Listen, we made a case for Michael Carter in this game script. Elijah Moore is a better player than Michael Carter. If they are playing from behind, I actually don't mind Joe Flacco getting the ball in Elijah Moore's hands. He's not a downfield threat. He's great with the ball in his hands. I actually like Elijah Moore as a play, especially if I'm playing Lamar, he's my bringback, And, and I, 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 we saw him last year for a span with Mike White, with Zach Wilson, didn't matter who was playing quarterback. And he was an absolute monster. So I, I really actually don't mind Elijah Moore at this price.
2: Joe Flacco is six and sixteen
1: in the last four I'm, years. I'm, I'm, I, Mike, I don't you need him agree. to win. Right, right, exactly, Mike. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna agree. I would rather have Elijah Moore with Joe Flacco than Elijah Moore with Zach Wilson starting. Joe Flacco. I mean, yeah, he's 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 dust, but you know, you know, he's a. A veteran, he's a guy like you said. You can get the ball to the open guy. I like Elijah more. Wilson
2: was like a top sixteen receiver the last, or quarterback the last like five, six
0: weeks of the year last year. I don't want to what hear any. What does top that? sixteen mean? What does that do? <laughs> yeah.
1: It means
2: top he's top half 10. of the league. It might be higher. I just don't know. And I don't <laughs> want to, you know, say oh he was top ten. And was <laughs> All like, right.
1: 15. Yeah. Do you do you listen? Do you hear yourself? You he, he was a top sixteen quarterback. Come on, there's thirty two quarterbacks as in the a league. a rookie. All right.
2: Top half of the league as a rookie. Like a you know, Come look at now. my last rookies. Like give me cut me some slack here. Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith. Oh God. Like, come
1: oh on! God. I'm gonna, I just let threw up a little bit. Let, 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 let's move on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play. Yeah, wait, uh, move
2: on. Like, are, are we done here?
1: I'm gonna play John. So, yeah, if we. If I'm gonna we play to at five. Yeah, I.
0: I think. I think is it's Drake more so. Drake London is supposedly playing, but he he is not doing too well physically. So it should be interesting. Didn't play all the preseason, so who knows? I, I'm I'm staying away. It just to me, it's it's Kyle Pitts. Yep, it's ton of ton of Kyle Pitts. Yep. So we're talking about unknown rookies, Traylon Burks, with his ability. It's it's similar. I'm I'm not going to call him Jamar Chase, but just hear me out for a minute. Last year, going into the season, Jamar Chase couldn't catch a football. He was complaining about the NFL size of the ball. They, they were just, he was terrible. Nobody liked him. He turned into Jamar Chase. I'm not saying Traylon Burks is going to be Jamar Chase, but Traylon Burks is playing against the Giants and he's a, a freakish wide receiver that they took to replace AJ Brown. There is a possibility that you could sprinkle him in a couple lineups here and there, and, and he pays off with a, a, a touchdown and, and a big game. I'm not huge on him. I'm not going to play a lot of them, but, like we said, going into the season, completely, completely unknown. Then if we drop down a little in the fours, we like Amon Ross St. Brown in that game. DJ chart could end up being their wide receiver one. So that's a possibility. We're getting into the, a lot of the unknowns here, but you can make a case for a lot of these guys, Sammy Watkins, obviously, if it's not going to be Christian Watson, if Lazard is out, who knows? Maybe he scores three touchdowns in Week One again, and everybody's like, "Fuck, why didn't I play Sammy Watkins?" Marquez Valdez Scantling—is he going to be the wide receiver one in KC? It's 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 really interesting. You can make a case for Mekel. He's been there longer, so a lot of these guys have upside. Alave, if if Michael Thomas is out, so Mike, why don't why don't you go through some of the uh, value guys that you might be looking at?
2: I just want to point out the hypocrisy that when I compare Garrett Wilson to Jamar Chase, I get flames. But you you compare Traylon Burke to Jamar Chase, and this is going to go over well. He didn't compare so, him to Jamar no, Chase, no, 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 no.
1: to be Hold fair. On.
0: So you said Garrett Wilson was going to have a Justin Jefferson rookie season. Yep. I simply said it's similar in the case that everybody hated Jamar Chase going into last year. I prefaced it by saying I am not saying Traylon Burks is Jamar Chase in any way, shape, or form. I'm not hearing a difference here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course you're not.
2: But anyway, perfect segue because I like Garrett Wilson down here at 4.7.
1: No way. Joe Flacco's playing.
2: I know. But Garrett Wilson is really, really good at football. Like, he is really good at football. Right. It's
1: another unknown. He's Jamar Chase and Jester Jefferson, right?
0: He could be. You never know. Okay, <laughs> but right. that's the thing. In week one, you don't know, so absolutely throw him in your lineup. He could be. He
1: no, I don't really know could be. I'm just busting balls.
0: I also like MVS at
2: 4.7, but he was already mentioned.
1: Yeah, all yeah. those all, all those guys you mentioned there, those are like the, I mean, DJ Chark. You know, all the deep threats. He can have one catch for 60 yards and a touchdown. And um, these, you probably I like to see him price a little lower. But Robbie Anderson, you kind of skipped over. Uh, I know you said with DJ Moore, finally got a quarterback. Um, Baker throws a good deep ball. Baker, you know, super accurate. All, all Robbie Anderson needs is one one big catch. Um, so yeah, the DJ chart, the Robbie Anderson, the MVS. Everyone's going to play Juju when Kelsey MVS um, can certainly give you two catches for 120 yards and two touchdowns and be the way to get exposure, low exposure to that to that uh, popular game, um, and. Yes, yeah, and we've seen with Sammy Watkins blow up in week one before. It's probably the healthiest he's gonna be, you know, all year and ever. So I don't uh you know, price below Christian Watson, the rookie. I don't I don't hate Sammy Watkins. Um Miko Harmon's another one, you know, catch a deep ball. Um maybe a little Marvin Jones. means you know, play don't I don't want to play any Jaguars gonna play Christian Kirk. Um I don't hate that, but yeah, in that range, there's guys, there's guys here you can play.
0: So I have a gross take. I said I have a way to get off of Pierce. So if you're playing Pierce, you're playing him because he's $4,800 and he's a starting running back. Problem always, is, if if they are getting their ass kicked, they're going to have to throw the ball. So you could play Jonathan Nico. Taylor yep, and bring it back with Nico Collins, $4,200. You can stack that
2: with Davis Mills and cooks and have money left over. Yeah, I'd like, ra- this is I'd- the first time I'm flipping through the slate this this week or this summer and that's immediately where I'm drawn here. After after flipping through running back and and wide receiver price. I and
1: don't think Nico- if
0: you do that. Go ahead Chris.
1: I just. I just don't think Nico Collins is very good. Um so I'd rather I'd rather play Cooks if I'm going to uh you know get not not play Pierce to get some exposure to the Texans, I would rather I'd rather play Cooks.
0: but So I'm 100% playing Cooks, but what you're not hearing what I'm saying is anyone that plays Jonathan Taylor is going to bring it back with Cooks. Sure you're so, saying what play I, that? so what I'm saying is you play Jonathan Taylor, you get salary savings with 4,200 Nico Collins, who is a okay. huge big body receiver that could, that could catch a touchdown or two at $4,200 if they have to throw the ball 40 times in the game. And yep. if they're throwing the ball 40 times in the game, Damian Pierce ain't doing shit. And you just got leverage on all those Damian Pierce lineups.
1: Yep. I see Picking up
0: what you're putting down. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's a good pivot. We brought up Rondell Moore at only $4,000. I, I think if there was not injury concerns, he's probably one of the highest owned on the slate. Definitely like
1: him in yeah, this I, game, but got, you think so? You think so? Random Moore has been getting, like you said, you know, how people do it a lot, like you know, they're 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 season long and redraft. Rondae Moore has been getting no love, man. I mean, he's getting been talked up by Kingsbury. You know, they say they're going to get him the ball. No, no, you know, there's no DeAndre Hopkins, so there's a lot of buzz, but I just no one wants to. It seems there's just not a lot of hype around Rondae Moore. So, um, I was thinking he wouldn't be that high owned. And I was, if he was healthy, either way, he's playing, I don't care ownership. I'm playing Rondell Moore, but I just, uh, I don't know if I, I saw that he was going to be that high owned.
0: So the reason I say that is it's logical at a $4,000 receiver. If you're playing Mahomes and Kelsey, you get the savings with Rondell Moore. The other thing is there's two camps that play DFS there's the people that play season-long and, and casual, and they're going in with their preconceived notions. And then there's the people that use optimizers and literally just do whatever the computer tells them to do. And if you run an optimal right now, guaranteed Rondell Moore is showing up in that optimal because yep. of that game environment and because and that of price. Like, yes, it's it's just... So that, that's why I say that. I, I don't think the casual player is going to log in and be like, oh, Rondell Moore, especially seeing a Q tag next to him now. But right. if you're building through an optimizer, it's going to spit it out, which leads me to the next one. If we are looking at guys spit out on optimizers, can Tony at $4,100 is it's That's cheap. Gonna we be we saw him, we saw him getting a ton of targets and, and being productive when he played. The problem is he doesn't play long. He's, he's hurt all the time. He, there's a chance of getting hurt. So it's definitely concerning there. And then you have Wandale Robinson all the way down at the min at 3000. So would you rather go Wandale for, for savings? I did see that Sterling Shepard is actually going to play. You still have Kenny Galladay. So all these guys are, are cheap plays and it seems like they're getting a little bit of interest, but I don't know if I'm willing to go and, and play any of them. I think if you're gonna, you just kind of got to throw all of them in, in a couple different lineups and hope one of them hits.
2: Blech. yeah. I uh, mean, we'll exactly. It's just blah. Yeah, if
1: you have uh, to. You have to. But
2: uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't
1: know. I got, I got some, I got some guys down here. You're talking about, you know, a little, little unknown. Week one, um, Lavisca Chenault. I mean, he just got traded to Carolina. Um, you know, I'll throw some darts there. Maybe, maybe it clicks there. Maybe they use them. Maybe you know, maybe it's uh, can pay off. Devin du- Duvernay. Um, you know, he's, he's been there with Lamar, everyone's probably going to be played Bateman. And, and, uh, so I don't hate Duvernay three, eight, you know, in a one point PPR, uh, format. And then, uh, at $3,400, you know, we're telling my guys are going to be higher priced as the season goes on. Um, you, you know, uh, low price rookies, Jahan Dotson, man, the, the guy, I, I just, I loved him in college. I just love it. He's had a great camp there. Um, I think he's going to be great for Wentz. the guy just gets open and catches everything. He's not a, you know, splash guy, but I can see, um, kind of like a Rondell Moore stat line of week one last year, I can see him with a bunch of targets, you know, maybe whatever, 10 catches, you know, what, eight catches, 50 yards. And uh, that, that certainly pays off the $3,400 price tag. So I'll yeah, have a lot. Absolutely.
0: Of and, and that was part of the reason why I said, I'm not playing McLaurin because if I'm going to play a wide receiver on that team, I'm going to play him for $3,000 less. So I, I love that call. A couple other guys, we're talking about the KC game, $3,800 for Sky Moore. We're talking about unknown rookies, that, that there's a possibility. He's wide receiver one, at least in week one. I do like Josh Palmer as a, a talent, and if he's going to be on the field a lot in, in what could be a back-and-forth battle in that game, you pair him up with Herbert, that, that's not too bad. Really that's probably about where where I'm ending it here. Mike, you got anybody down here value wise that you're looking at?
2: I like Palmer and Fitz you got
0: the wrong 3.4. The right
2: answer is Randall Cobb. Uh, <laughs> if he's ever <laughs> going to put up a game, it's going to be week 1. He had three like he had three games last year over 16 and a half points. The rest of his games are garbage. If you can give me even bare minimum 16 and a half at 3.4, like I, I'll Rolled the dice there, and he had a ceiling game in the mid twenties somewhere. Um, that,
1: that, thank you, Casual Corner, for just playing to to the character. That's see, very well. No, uh, but, it's but, not, but it's not.
2: It's not because it, it, it's weird shit in week one, like this. Yeah. Is the, and I could totally picture Cobb having three touchdowns in week one and having two touchdowns the rest
0: of the year.
1: That's true. Like
0: I'm going to back you up here because let's think about Aaron Rodgers. The fucking guy is going to be screaming at all of these other wide receivers, and he is going to be completely in tune with Randall Cobb, especially week one when he doesn't trust any of those other guys. I actually don't think it's a terrible call. Mike, you're just, you're doing too good today here. You're I, supposed see, to, be, see, see, it, to be casual it, quarter.
1: Yeah, no, see, it sounded better when Derek said it. So Derek kind of sold it on me. I just, I didn't like it when, when Mike said it.
0: But it's funny because I wasn't thinking of it until he said it. Like I was not going to play <laughs> Randall Cobb, but it actually does make a little. That's bit why we. That's why we
1: do this, right? That's why we do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everyone's going to be tailing me by next week. <laughs> <laughs> Mike said, "Fuck your fifty k. I'm winning a hundred g's this week." Well, just All just right. just listen. I got Mills. I got Cook. Cooks. I got Nico
2: Collins. I'm running it back with with Thomas. I'm shoving Randall Cobb in my lineup. So now I've got savings. I could probably afford Jefferson to run back against that.
0: Like I just built a solid core live on the podcast. There you go. There you go. With with that lineup, you could probably fit McCaffrey and Taylor.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Why not? There you go. All right, so if we if we head over to tight end, clearly we have two of the best in the game at the top, 6,800 for Andrews, 6,600 for Kelsey. I think Kelsey will be the highest owned. People just are going to flock to that game. People love playing a, a late four four 425 game and, and having that hammer in their lineup, so I, I think he's going to be extremely popular. Andrews, I think, might actually go a little bit overlooked because of that reason, but we saw what he did last year, so I'll, I'll definitely sprinkle him in there kittle i want no part of the guy just always is hurt i I mean he has some upside but i don't know how much they're really going to be passing in this game kyle pitts is going to be the wide receiver one for atlanta and and i don't think it's going to be close he is going to get a ridiculous amount of targets in this game and if new orleans goes up then we really really could see pitts shine here and and the ability he has if he's getting a ton of targets, you're, you're going to get a good game out of him. Fitz, I know you love pits, but you looking at anybody else here? You're on mute. Bruh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might. <laughs> that
2: sounded interesting though. <laughs> or
1: at least. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, obviously I'm not going to go into pits. Cause you know, I, I, I love them and, uh, yeah, if I'm playing Kamara, if I go any of that game, I'm just, I'm playing, I'm playing all the pits. Uh, Kelsey's going to be uh, super high on. Um, your kiddo's got the injury. I like, you know, surprise, but um, TJ Hawkinson, um, like I said, I'm going to be targeting that game. I think it could be a good matchup for him. Um, everyone's going to go Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. I mentioned Devontae Smith, but um, Hurts does like his tight end. And, and uh, I like Dallas Goldert, Goddard, however you want to say his name. So, Hogginson and Goddard, um, if I'm not playing Pits, but I'm probably mostly just going to be playing Pitts, if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I'm going to play a lot of Pits. I think he's going to be popular, though. So, I, I think in game stacks where you're playing the Chargers, Darren Waller makes a ton of sense. He was hurt most of preseason. He's going to go completely overlooked being right next to Pitts. So, don't, don't mind that. Goddard, I like. I think he might be a little bit popular, but I do like him. I said I think Cincinnati's going to beat the shit out of Pittsburgh, and if that's the case, I actually do like Pat Friermuth at only $4,200. Nice little salary savings, has some touchdown upside. A lot of people are going to be playing Cole Komet. If you're playing cash, that's probably it. Just put him in at your tight end, nice and cheap, 3700 Mike, what do you got for tight end?
2: You got the wrong tight end in the Pittsburgh game. It's Hayden Hurst. At oh, shit. At 3.3, catch a touchdown, like whatever. I don't need much from 3.3. Um, I'm gonna try to get as much as Andrews as I can, but it's I you know, if you could fit him, you could fit him. And then you guys mentioned I like Goddard, I like Hawkinson, you know, no, no real surprises here. If you want to pivot in KC Arizona, maybe, maybe Ertz is an interesting play, but you know, it's it's tight end. Like how much are you really looking for, for tight end?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. There, there's yeah. really a few that you really want to play. The other ones you're just basically doing for for savings. Yeah. Hopefully if you're not, if you're not play,
1: playing one of one of the top tight ends, you're really just uh, you know saving salary and taking a flyer on one of these you know low three thousand guys hoping to catch a touchdown. Just uh, to mention some names, I'll probably throw some darts at Week One: Mo cox Cox, um, part of that that Indy Houston game, and he's got a big implied total. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, use a tight end so. He's a, you know, athletic guy. I could see him catching a touchdown. Um, Tommy Tremble, Baker Mayfield's utilized the tight ends in Cleveland. Um, This is a kid they drafted in the third round. He's, you know, athletic, a little bit of upside. Um, They got rid of Dan Arnold. He's really the only tight end there. So 3,100, dart throw. Hopefully he catches a touchdown. Um, But, yeah, I'm mostly going to be playing, I think, paying up at tight end. And going cheaper elsewhere. I'm playing pits. I like Waller, Hawkinson, go Dirt, but mostly those top guys and then some dart throws on, on the cheap ones.
0: Yeah, I, I don't mind the Mo Cox call because we, we said like before Pit Pittman's like gonna it. be the highest owned wide receiver. Taylor is gonna be one of the higher owned running backs. So if, if Mo Cox is the one that does all the scoring there, you just boxed out those lineups with Pittman and Taylor in it. So that that's actually not a bad call there. So I I think that's good for tight end. So let's move to quarterback. But what I want to do with quarterback is basically we'll go with what quarterbacks we want to play, obviously knowing that we're going to stack them. So we'll go into our quarterbacks and our favorite stacks here and starting off Patrick Mahomes, 7,700, probably going to be the highest owned. He is the highest priced, but I don't think it's really too high priced where you can't, there's plenty of value here. So people are going to go there, going to pair him with, Kelsey, And then from there, I, I think most the time you're going to see double stacks. So I think Juju will be the most popular that goes with Mahomes, but you can go MBS, you can go Miko Hardman. And, and if you go two of those guys and leave Kelsey out and they hit, then then that's a way to get differentiated with them. Justin Herbert, I absolutely love this game. I think it's going to blow up. You can you can pair him with both Williams and Allen. You can pair him with Josh Palmer, we said. Gerald Everett, I think, could be sneaky in really, really large field tournaments if, if you're pairing him with him, and and I don't hate that. Lamar, you could play by himself. You could play with Andrews. Definitely, I will have those three from the top in, in lineups. I, I love them. And, and think their upside is, there's a reason they're the highest priced here. What do you, what do you think in fits as far as quarterback up here towards the top and, and what, what, who are you stacking them with? Mute.
2: Mute again. God, you're bad at this.
1: Uh, oh man, that was such a good start too. All right. Um, yes. Yeah, so you mentioned Lamar. I mean, I, I'm fine just playing, Naked Lamar or, you know, getting, uh, everyone's going to play him with Andrews and, and the Bateman. So I mentioned Duvernay, maybe a little Lamar, Duvernay, switch it up. Um, obviously, everyone's going to be playing either Mahomes, Stacks, um, Kyler Murray, Stacks. So I, I, I'm going to be playing a lot around them more, so play will probably play some Kyler Murray. But I like uh, Aaron Rodgers. I want to play I want some Aaron, and I'll stack him with either Watson, Watkins, or maybe even some Randall Cobb um, after what we went through here. Um, but some other ones that I like, just, you know, I said I'm going to play a bunch of pits. I know it's gross, but it's week one. He does have rushing upside, maybe a little Marcus Mariota. Sack him with pits, bring him back with Kamara. Um, I love Trey Lance. I love his upside this season. Um, he might be a guy, like I said, that's priced up higher as, as, as the season goes on. And I said I want all the Debo. So give me a Lance Debo stack, bring it back with you know Mooney or Kemet. And another thing I like about that is, you know, when I went week one last year with the Lions, when I went Goff, Swift, Hawkinson, it was, you know, um, it was a running back tight end stack, but it was just all the targets, they had no one else, all the targets were really condensed to Swift and Hawkinson. So I see the same thing in Chicago. They really have who else do they have receiver wise? Summer two receivers, what? I can we say Brown, Brian Pingrel, Pringle, Pringle. So um you can even play, you know, Mooney and Komet. Um, I like those guys because if if San Fran gets up on them, you know, we don't know what fields is, but you know, if he's gonna have to throw, he's gonna go to Mooney and Comet. So I like a Lance Debo stack, bring it back, Mooney Comet. Um I talked about I want to go to that Houston game. So I'll play Matt Ryan. I mean, the guy the guy puts up fantasy points. Um depends on who you want to stack him with. You want to get, you know, mentioned Mo Cox, Matt Ryan, Mo Cox, and Maybe Pittman, who's going to be uh, popular, bring it back with uh, Brandon Cooks. or um, Maybe Matt Ryan, we never talked about Naheem Hines when we went through the running backs, but um, maybe even get cute there. I don't think he's
0: going to be needed too much with with playing against Houston.
1: Yep, probably right, probably right. Um,
0: I I actually, again, something that that piqued my interest, you you made a very good point with it's Mooney and Kemet and nobody else. Fields has rushing upside. If they're getting their asses kicked by San Francisco, it's not expensive. You could go Fields, Komet, Mooney, Debo, and yep. you probably still have a good amount left over. So that, that that's actually an interesting one. Trey Lance, I'm still waiting to see what the interest is. If he's going to be really highly owned, I, I think I might wait week one. I don't know how much on the road – a lot of pressure, and, and not necessarily his first game, but his first game as as the proclaimed starter, knowing he's going yeah. into the season. So
1: never never know that week two might be too late. He might just sure, go out. Sure, you know. But
0: Hertz is going to be played a lot. We we went through the ways people are going to stack him I'll probably have him in a couple. Actually, I you said Rogers, but I really like Kirk Cousins' side of it here because you can play him with Jefferson, you can play him with Thielen, you can add Irv Smith in there with one of those other guys. It, it I really like that. And then you bring it back with Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon, or even get crazy in the Millie maker. And those two are your running backs and you just stack the shit out of that game. So, so that's an interesting way. I think you can get different. If we're going down, you said, Matt Ryan, I'm just, I'm not playing any of these, these guys down here. I don't mind Mariota because you said the rushing upside. I'm not playing a lot of these guys down here that, that don't have rushing upside, but I actually do like Jameis Winston quite a bit. I yep. think Atlanta might be sneakily more in this game than people are giving them credit for. And yeah, Jameis, we saw what he did week one last year. It wasn't a lot of yardage, but the, the guy threw five touchdowns. So why, why can't he do it now with actual receivers? Yep. He, yeah, he was injured all of last year. You, you could pair him with Kamara. If Thomas is healthy, you pair him with Thomas, you pair him with Kamara and, and one of those other guys, whether it's Olave or Landry. So I'm actually going to play quite a bit of Winston, have some, uh, some pits bring backs there. I, I actually think that's a game that could go overlooked quite a bit. Mike, what, what are you looking at for quarterback and, and other than Davis mill stacks, where, where you think you're going? I mean, you guys
2: said most of them, um, the more I look, the more I think I'm fading that KC Arizona game, to be perfectly honest. Like, it just seems really expensive, and from what you guys are saying, pretty high-owned. So, I mean, I guess, miss me with that, even though I'm team fuck ownership. Um, Burrow? Like, I don't think you guys mentioned Burrow. Like, if you're, if it's, if it's gonna be as bad of a beatdown as everybody thinks it is, somebody has to put up those points. Like, yeah, they might take, put their foot on the brake at some point, but they have to get to the point where you have to put your foot on the brake. Uh, Derek Carr, same reason all you said about the the Chargers side of that stack.
0: Sure. You know,
2: if that game is going to shoot out, you need the other side of that. And, you know, Devontae Adams is going to be – I don't think he's going to be very high-owned. I mean, we kind of touched on that. So, interesting kind of, of pivot there. And then, you know, I, I think Wentz still has something. I want to think Wentz still has something. Like, I don't know if he necessarily – this is the perfect spot to play him. But, you know, 55, like if you're looking for savings down here, I really like Winston. Um, I talked myself into Mills throughout the course of this, but um, it's mostly guys you mentioned, like it's, it's the obvious stuff mostly.
0: Yeah. I think we did a, a pretty good job touching on week one. We, we went through a lot, you know, stacks, values. So, week one a lot of people are just going in blind going off of what they project the season to be or what they project people's (laughs) roles to be going in on what happened last year so i think we went through a lot and and kind of helped each other kind of form some of our opinions a little bit better so i think this was a really good conversation to get week one started any any last thoughts going in Fitz?
1: yeah throw out last year um new slate um Get weird, get different, and uh, yeah, just throw a lot of bullets out there and see what happens.
0: Hell yeah, Mike.
2: Closing words? Just be responsible, boys. You're probably not going to win a millie this week, so just have fun out there. Hey,
1: Absolutely. I could have won a freaking milli if I entered that that lineup in that three dollar contest. That was enough to yeah, win. Yeah, that's millie, why you
0: could. Buy listens to me. No, nope, that's why you couldn't. That's why you couldn't win the millie because you didn't enter the millie, which is intelligent because yeah, you shouldn't enter right. the milli, because exactly. it's the worst tournament. On although I will say this week, if you're going to enter the milli, it's only five dollars. So if if you're shooting for it this week, shits and giggles, why not?
2: Whenever there is a five dollar milli, you are supposed
0: to max it. I heard that from a reliable source.
1: <laughs> do not do not take that advice out there, everybody. <laughs>
0: All right. So that's going to do it for this week. This was a great first week. We're going to keep coming at you with, with great weeks. And hopefully we win a a shit ton of money this year. Good luck to everybody. If you uh, want a little bit more, you can check out my articles on thehelmsports.com and yardsperfantasy.com. I will have my cash game breakdown. And if you check out thehelmsports.com on Saturday, I'm going to have a special article breaking down the full slate from a couple different areas, something something that's really never been seen before. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. So definitely go check that out. But that's going to do it for this week. And thanks for tuning in. Talk yep. to you
1: soon. Yeah, yep. everybody check that out. I know I will be. Stephon out there.